Welcome to the Management Insights Podcast Series hosted by McGraw-Hill Education. My name is Debbie Clare, Executive Marketing Manager for our Management Portfolio. Today's topic, using project-based learning strategies to teach entrepreneurship. Our guest, Cherie Phillips, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you, Deb. I came from industry. I worked in a series or myriad of industries, primarily with technology. I was at EDS, which became HP. I, in the real estate and insurance, I worked for Transamerica. In logistics, I was at Greyhound Lines. And then also in energy, I worked for Dresser Halliburton. I've earned my doctorate from Jacksonville University in Jacksonville, Florida, and I'm currently the Assistant Professor of Management and Economics, where I teach management, economics, and international business at the undergraduate and graduate level, and I previously taught entrepreneurship at Lipscomb University in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm also an active economic advisor and consultant, blogger, and researcher. Awesome. So why is entrepreneurship so important? Entrepreneurship is important because the skills that we teach and the skills that the students learn, um, those characteristics that would make entrepreneurs successful are skill sets that they can use if they start a new business. And we know that there are anecdotally some statistics as to the success of small businesses. And then if they choose not to go and become their own boss, then they can use those same skill sets in corporate. Then uh, the other reason why it's important is because as professors, as educators, we're preparing our students for careers that haven't even existed yet. And the reason why they haven't existed is because entrepreneurship is that vehicle through which those careers uh, become in, uh, in, in existence. Excuse me. Then there's also... The, um, the benefit of if they become entrepreneurs, that unbounded income potential. And the importance of entrepreneurship is that it's the catalyst for small businesses. And small business is what's run, what runs the U.S. economy, whether we're talking about economic development, economic growth, or GDP. And especially when we look at the history of, of the U.S. economy, we look at how we went from an agrarian society to an industrial uh, society to the information age, and then now that we're in this service and gig economy. And so entrepreneurship lends itself to that transition. That's why it's important. Now, how has your teaching really evolved and changed? I started out as an adjunct faculty at a community college. And from there, I went to four-year institutions in the U.S. and also in China. And what I learned right out the gate was that the chalk and talk, stand and deliver stage on the stage did not work for the group of students that I was teaching to, which were primarily first-generation students, students who English was not their first language, or students who came from lower socioeconomic backgrounds where academic rigor wasn't uh, available to them. And so I knew immediately that I just couldn't lecture. I had to disaggregate, if you will, the complex and the obtuse and make it so that they could understand it and then be able to apply it in a new context. And so that had been my teaching philosophy. And so I went from that, um, realizing that I couldn't just lecture 
and I immediately did like the flip classroom format and I did it where I literally didn't do any lectures. So the students would read the textbook and then in class we would do assignments, we would do simulations, we would do some type of, of project and then that was class time. And so I would in essence say, this is the textbook and in the textbook, the textbook is theory in a perfect world. And the problem, the assignment that I'm giving you is the real world example. And then in class, we would walk through how do we uh, tick and tie the, the theory to the reality. And so that served me well, not just when I was teaching in the States, but when I was teaching abroad. So what are the benefits of this really project-based learning or experiential learning? The skill sets that the students learn that will ultimately make them career ready. By and large, that's what's the largest, the best, biggest benefit. It helps motivate the students. It helps provide them with opportunities to be versatile, decisive, creative, and persuasive. And then uh, the um, those other soft skills, uh, communication, learning to work within group and team dynamics, again, career-ready skill sets. How can your colleagues implement project-based learning strategies in their courses? Do you have some techniques? Yes. Actually, I will speak to what I've done, and hopefully that will inspire um, some uh, colleague to do. So basically what I've done, whether it's in my international business, my even in my econ classes, but especially my international business, my entrepreneurship class, and my management class, I initially, I take the class, I divide them up into groups. So they come in on day one being assigned to a group. And then uh, we do one of three, potentially four ways of doing this project-based uh, learning. So I either, um, in one class, what I've done is I went to Kickstarter which is a crowdfunding, crowdsource website. And I would tell the students, listen, go out on that website, find a product. And so on the website, it is uh, a, a forum where potential entrepreneurs have a product that they want to get to market, but they don't have fin financing. They don't have funding and they need capital. And so they, they do their pitch um, with a picture of the product, and then you can click on there and and contribute and, and invest in that. And so what I tell my students is, listen, go out on that website, pick a product. That's the product that we're going to work through. And so then what we do is they pick their, the team picks their product. And then in class, what we do is here's the theory. And now let's apply the theory, the concept, the principle to get your product that you've selected from concept, which was the Kickster, to market, which is at the end of the semester. Now, I've had a couple of instances where the students will, will say, um, yeah, I had one student, one team that I had a student that was majoring in entrepreneurship, and she already had a product. And she said, can we use that instead of going to Kickster? By all means. Uh, if there's something on Kickster that I don't quite like that, but I want to tweak it. I've been flexible enough with that and say, okay, that's fine. But it was more or less to stimulate and, and to get, because a lot of times the students will come and they'll say, you know what? I can't think of anything. 
well, here's this website, you can use this. Uh, another thing that I've used for the project is uh, I've been fortunate enough where our administrators have encouraged uh, participation and relationships with the local industry. And so basically what I've done is when I meet different people uh, in organizations uh, that are in industry, I've invited them to be guest lecturers in my classroom. And after we have that relationship established and built, then I have them to come back and take a problem that they had had in the past that's already been solved. And I have them to come back and present that problem. They don't give the class what the solution is, what their solution was. They just present the problem. And then again, we go through the concepts, the principles, and we use the concepts and principles to solve the problem. And then I have that person come back at the end, and then the class presents their their solution. And then I also have, um, if that's not in one of the classes, another class that I had, we had, um, I've been fortunate enough that I know people who are starting their own companies. There are entrepreneurs. One example that I had was a partnership that were catering. They were catering. And so what we did was we presented their catering business and told them, told the class that they had to move them from catering to a brick and mortar uh, restaurant. And so they're going to spend the whole semester working through using concepts and the principles to move this partnership to uh, restaurant. And basically each team becomes a consulting firm, if you will. And so the consulting firm takes this problem, takes this business, takes this idea and either take the idea to market, take the product to market or solve some type of management issue that that company is currently experiencing. And as a result of that, what I've seen is that we have, you have students that um, become more competitive. It helps develop their communication skills. Uh, at the end of the semester, what they have to do is present like in a Shark Tank fashion because I'll have the, the presenters, I have them to come back and they are guest judges with me and we do the Shark Tank presentation. So now we've developed, the students are developing their, their oral communication skills and they also have to write a, a business report that I read and I grade. And so the guest lecturers, when they listen to the presentations, the presentation that's the best is an automatic A for the presentation. And then, um, so that adds a level of com competition. And what I found as a result of that is that the students are actively engaged through the entire semester. Um, it allows, it empowers them. And then when they get ready to leave, when they're interviewing, they can say, you know, when the, the prospective employer says, well, tell me about a time where you had to work with difficult or you had a deadline to meet. And they're able to answer those questions because they've had this experience in the classroom. And so, uh, again, it also works towards grading because you have, uh, instead of a traditional paper and pen or online test, the test, the final exam is the presentation and the report. So you're developing group dynamics, you're developing listening, collaboration, you're developing all of these skill sets that makes the student career ready in addition to oral communication, written communication, 
and then you give them something that they can hang their hat on that makes them career ready. Excellent. Any closing comments for your peers? I would encourage anyone, any of my peers or colleagues who haven't considered project-based learning to not only consider it, but just to jump in and try it. Uh, what I found, what, what we know is that we're competing and we want to make sure that our students are engaged and we want to make sure that they are career ready. And it, it allows us to teach our concept. It allows us to teach our discipline in an engaging way. And that over time, you develop the relationship so that the students will say, yeah, if you go to that professor's class, they're going to put you in a team and they're going to do a project. And the projects, I mean, literally, that reputation goes out. And when that reputation comes out, goes out, well, the students already know what to expect. And so you don't face a lot of the challenges that you would normally face uh, if you didn't use project-based learning. So I would encourage all of my peers and all of my colleagues to at least consider and if not implement uh, project-based learning. Well, and the beauty of project-based learning is it's developing those workplace readiness skills. Exactly. And so exactly. it may not be um, smooth sailing that Initially. first term, right? Right. Naturally, um, there's try a, it and there's tweak. A, yes. But uh, the benefit outweighs the, the benefits, startup costs. Yes, the benefits far outweigh the startup costs. Definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing your perspective, experience, and advice. To our listeners, check back for future topics and spread the word to your colleagues about our podcast series. Why? Because learning changes everything.